Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Kicks, your Wednesday, September 6th edition. Got three game early, 12 game main slate to go. Hope everybody had a good Tuesday. Things were clicking, 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 clicking. Uh, I warned against DeGrom. I said, you know, you can use him if you want, but it's very, very risky for him to meet the price point you're looking for. And sure enough, he got you a negative number. But uh, the other guys were phenomenal. Forrest uh, got the job done. The bats were there. Bats for days. You know, Bader at 2,900. Nick Williams at 22 gets a two-run double or three-run double. Just value all over the place. Guys hitting dongs. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, on our slate today, I'm not really going to break down the three-game early. You got Castillo at 11K and, and Snell at 9,800, which is – or 96, which your best pitchers on the slate but are priced out the gills, which is just ridiculous. Um, you got some bats to target in that in that slate, so interesting stuff there. I'm gonna sit, sit that one out most likely. I might make one just for fun, but I'm not overly shocked or thrilled with that slate as normal. We'll break down the 12 game main slate. When you're looking at your weather, you do have uh, in that Texas Atlanta day game a wind blowing out to left left center at 10 miles an hour. But at night, we have a lot of rain to worry about yet again in Baltimore, yet again. Yankees-Baltimore, it's 75% or more chances of that one unless things change, which are very possible, does not look good. Toronto-Boston starts out around 50% and gets worse as the night goes on. Another one that does not look good. Philadelphia and the Mets, the wind's blowing in from left center at 12 miles an hour, but we have 70% plus chances of rain there. And then KC and Detroit, it dies off as the night goes on, so maybe a late start there. But watch for that Baltimore, Boston, and Mets. Those games don't look good. Um, let's uh, let's keep an eye on that. But more importantly, let's get into this 12-game main slate. Your, your totals, Cubs-Pirates, 8. Yankees-Orioles, 9. Royals-Tigers, 9.5. Phillies-Mets, 9. Blue Jays-Red Sox, 10. Nationals-Marlins, 8.5. Rangers-Braves, 9. Indians-White Sox, 9. Giants, Rockies, and Coors, 12. D-backs, Dodgers, 8.5. Astros, Mariners, 9.5. Cardinals, Padres, 8. So you have an 8, two eight and a halfs, and or no, two eights, two eight and a halfs, and then get it on. So lots of good hitting spots as usual. Just be careful of the weather. Let's go to your pitchers. Your top-priced guy on the slate is Carlos Carrasco at $12,600, and I can't ignore it. Um, Carrasco in his career, much, much better on the road than at home and on the season he's getting 22 points a game on the road compared to 17 three at home against the white Sox in three starts 20 and a third innings three earned runs 19 strikeouts for an average of 25.2 DraftKings points in those starts pitched very well against chicago pitched very very well on the road chicago strikes out over 23 percent of the time carrasco almost 28 percent uh, ground ball rate around 45, limits the hard contact. Everything's beautiful. White Sox lowest total at 369. Lefties 325, righties 273. If you want to be contrarian, you throw some of those lefties out there that aren't world beaters, but they're lefties on the left, like Alan Hansen or Gilmer Sanchez, stuff like that. But as a whole, we're looking at Carlos Carrasco. We're paying the 12-6 in a phenomenal spot tonight. Gio Gonzalez, 11-1 at the Marlins. Gio's been Gio. It's crazy. Um... He got beat up his last couple starts, as we kind of thought would happen. But prior to that, was lights out against the Marlins this year. Four starts, 28 innings, average seven innings a start, four earned runs, so an earned run a start basically on average. 26 Ks in those 28 innings, averaging 25.1 DraftKings points. We do know the Marlins hit righties or lefties extremely, extremely well to the tune of a 
323 Woba and a 144 ISO. The ISO's down. The lefty's 212, righty's 291 off Geo. They have a 420 total. It's about seventh best on the or seventh worst on the slate. Marlins strike out a little less than 20% of the time versus uh, lefties, but the ground ball rate, hard contact. If you want to use Geo, I'm all for it. Just don't be surprised if Ozuna and Stanton and maybe like Rio Muto or someone runs into one. Those are all very possible with that lineup, especially Stanton and Ozuna. But as a whole, Geo's in a very good spot for us there. You know, we've used AJ Cole, we've used Strasburg, both right-handed pitchers, obviously, but both pitched extremely well. The Miami offense can have their days, but their days are way fewer than their 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 good days are way fewer than their bad. So Geo at eleven one. If you want to go there, you can. Uh, my my top guy is Carlos Carrasco. So up top, I got Carrasco one, Geo two. I'm not going to play Quintana. If you want to, you can. I will not. Next up. We got below 10K, Garrett Cole at $9,500 at home against the Chicago Cubs. Garrett Cole, I'm going to preface this, much better on the road this year than at home. He has had two starts against the Cubs, though. 13 innings pitched, two earned, 13Ks, averaging 24.9 against those Cubs. Uh, Lefties have hit Garrett Cole very well this year. The Cubs have a 4.15 total just below the Marlins. Lefties 347, righties 290. You know the power the Cubs have. They can go off at any moment. It is surprising that they have struggled quite a bit, like against Garrett or against um, Mr. Cool the other night. So they're not always the world beaters we expect them to be. They strike out over 22% of the time versus righties, which is which is a very solid number. Cole striking about 22%, 46% ground ball rate. Uh, many people will shy away from Cole at that price tag against the Cubs. For a contrarian GPP play, I like Garrett Cole at 95. Down below. Sonny Gray at 92 at the Baltimore Orioles. Again, watch the weather in this one. But Sonny Gray has been really good his last two starts against Boston and Seattle. Uh, has not faced Baltimore yet this season. It's very risky against the Baltimore team that we know can blow up offensively. But they did that a little more often versus lefties than righties. Baltimore strikes out about 22% of the time versus righties. Gray's got an over 23% strikeout rate. A 12.1% swinging strike. A ground ball rate of almost 54%. Very, very good stuff from Sonny. The Yankees have a 448 total. Lefties, 360. Oh, no, that's. I need to look at Baltimore, not the Yankees. Where did Baltimore. Or they're right above them, 452. Lefties, 263. Righties, 293 off Gray. So it's a risky play besides the weather, but just facing the Baltimore offense as a whole. But Gray's 9,200. I made these lists last night before the weather was this bad. So keep an eye on Gray and the weather. Same matchup, Kevin Gossman's a guy I really, really like tonight. He was my uh, one of my top guys in this range. Again, weather is a concern. He's just a stud. With with Joseph behind the dish, strikeouts have been up, 20, 20 to 25-plus point games on average. Just filth, pure filth with Tommy Joseph. So keep an eye on that one. You got the, the Yankees strikeout over 22% of the time. Gossman's in a really good spot. We know they can get going like they did against Bundy on Monday. So there's risk, always risk, but for 8600 bucks, the upside is tremendous. And the last guy in this uh, 8 and 9K range, Denelson Lamette, 8500 bucks at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. Lamette owns right-handed bats, gets beat up by lefties, and the Cardinals don't really have any lefties. You have Matt Carpenter. That one I can give you. That one, he can run into one. But then if these other guys run into one, it just happens. Colton Wong, Greg Garcia, only two that come to mind. Only two. There might be a couple more that I missed, but he's been outstanding. 
Uh, his last few games, 26, 17, 3, 15, 1, 28, or 26, 8, 13, 1, 23, 8, 24, 5, 21, 6. The last eight starts have been outstanding. At home, average of 21.3 points per start. He's 8,500 bucks. And uh, facing a Cardinals team, strikes out 21.6% of the time. Lamette is striking out almost 30% of the batters he faces. Like all, you know, hard throw and strikeout youngsters, he does have walk issues, walking 10.5%, but the swing strike rate's ridiculous. Doesn't give up a ton of hard contact. Cardinals team total is fifth lowest on the slate of 4.01. Lefty's 362, but like I said, righty's 230. It's a very righty-heavy lineup. If they get to him, they get to him. But Lamette at 85 is tremendous. He's my top play in this middle range. I go Lamette 1, Gossman 2, Cole 3, Gray 4. Again, watch your weather. But Lamette definitely in play tonight. When you drop into the 7s and the 6s, so your bottom tier plays, you start off with guys like Doug Fister at 7,600. Again, watch the weather. But a lot of people don't like to play Fister. I get it. But he's actually been pretty darn good this season, uh, at least of late. 24 5, 21-6, 34-4 is last three. It's at the Yankees, home versus Baltimore, at Cleveland. All playoff teams. He got beat up at home against Cleveland, but then 21-5 against the White Sox, 23-1 again against Cleveland. So 20 or more points in four or five of his last six starts with a 34.4 thrown in there. He's getting five or more Ks in those starts. Even in the bad starts, he's getting five or more Ks. He's actually looks very, very good. He's going to give up a run or two. That's what Fister does. Don't panic right away. If he gets blown up, then start panicking. But the the Blue Jays strike out 21% of the time versus righties. Uh, you got a ground ball rate of almost over 48%. Uh, where are the Blue Jays? Blue Jays team total, 462. Lefties, 357. Righties, 243. So he's going to have to navigate guys like Smoke and Morales, who's on fire one yard, back-to-back games now. Uh, there's a few obvious hiccups there, but as a whole, makes for a very intriguing play at 7600 bucks with a lot of upside, kind of like Erod last night, just from the right side now. Nick Pavetta, 7500 bucks at the Mets. Again, watch for weather. He's an interesting case. Righties destroy him. He's a reverse splits guy. The Mets don't have as many lefties as they once had. No Duda, no Conforto. No Granderson, no Bruce. A lot of those things are gone, but three of his last four starts, 19-3, 15-3, 22-5 at Miami, home versus the Cubs at San Diego. He uh, gets you strikeouts. That's one thing I do love about him at this $7,500 price tag. 6-5 and 11 in those three starts gives up, you know, 3-2 and 1 in those starts. He did get blown up at home against the Marlins. 7500 bucks. it's a risky, risky play. I get it, but the upside is definitely there against the Mets, who've opened up their offense the last few days, but not yesterday. They got shut down by Lively, who we used. Uh, Pavetta, the Mets shot out about 20% of the timers, right? He's Pavetta, 24% K rate, walks a ton still, and gives up too much hard contact. But when it comes to the Mets, their team total is... Where the heck did they go? There they are, 459. Lefty's 314, righty's 410. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if the Mets got to him, but they are such a bad, bad team that I'm gonna I'm gonna use him in GPPs at 7500 with some upside, especially in the strikeout department. My top punt down below, and you guys are gonna be like, well, he got shelled his last time out. That's his first career start. Jack Flaherty, 6200 bucks at the San Diego Padres. Great pitching environment. We know Flaherty's got the goods in the minors. Big strikeout stuff. Big arm. Facing 
a Padres team that uh, will give you the strikeouts. They give them to you in bunches, a total of 25% of the time. Small samples on Flaherty's numbers, obviously. With the Padres, have the fourth lowest team total at 399. Uh, lefties, so that's a small sample too, but Padres versus righties. Wobe of only 301. Iso of 167. Flaherty at 6200. Definitely a punt for me as well. Two other guys you can look at, but it's extremely as dicey. You got Ronaldo Lopez at home against the Indians. Fading that red hot Indians lineup right now is it's like going against Murderer's Row. So, so pick your poison. Uh, the big thing is though, is Lopez does get strikeouts. Bad thing is Cleveland doesn't strike out a ton. They strike out a little less than 20% of the time. But Lopez is two home starts, 17.9, 17.3 against Tampa and Kansas City. He gave it three earned and two earned. All three of his starts, he struck out six or more. So it's a very, very risky play against Cleveland, but he's 5,700. The other guy everyone wants to know about is Dylan Peters at home against the Nationals. Kid was outstanding in his first start. Uh, went seven shutout innings, three hits, three walks, eight Ks against the Philadelphia Phillies for 28.2 points. Good young left-handed arm. I don't mind you using him as a punt, but be very, very careful. The Nationals have guys that can crush left-handed pitching. Zimmerman, Rendon, uh, Worth is back. You have uh, um, blanking all of a sudden. There's more. Trust me, there's more. There's a handful of writings in that lineup that just smoke left-handed pitching. So be careful. The Nationals team total is 4-3-0, which is rather low, surprisingly. But uh, they have a 334 Woba and a 182 ISO versus lefties, both outstanding numbers. Outstanding numbers. So be very, very careful there. But he is a punt option. So down below in the sevens and the six, I got Flaherty one, Lopez two, Pavetta three, Peters four, Fister five. So recapping your pitching on to slate, your top tier pitchers, Carrasco, Gonzalez, in that order. In the middle, I got Lamette, Gossman, Cole, and Gray. Down below, Flaherty, Lopez, Pavetta, Peters, Fisher. So I'm going to use a lot of Carrasco, a lot of Lamette, and a lot of Flaherty for sure. The mix and match from there and be ready to make changes because, like I said, over and over again, the weather's really, really bad in a couple spots. Uh, hopefully it changes, though. I have no weatherman. I just give you DFS info. Let's check out the bats. Sanchez is uh, th- serving the third game of suspension. Posey left with a messed up hand. I'd be shocked if he plays today. If he does versus Freeland, he's a good play at 42, but he probably won't. You slide on down. You can look at a guy like Avila at 36. We mentioned how lefties do hit Cole. I won't be going there, but I wanted to bring him up as an option for you. Slide down to a guy like Christian Vasquez at 35 versus Biagini. Or you look at Sandy Leone, either one, whoever starts the marathon game last night, so be careful there. You got guys like Salvi Perez versus Boyd at 34, definitely in play. I don't mind that at all. The more you slide around, you look at guys you could you could throw a dart against. I think maybe Francisco Mejia gets a start versus Ronaldo Lopez at 3,300. Mejia switch hitting, big-time bat in the minors. Uh, he could be worth the look, if not a guy like you know, Jan Gomes went deep last night. We like him more versus lefties, though, so be careful there. There's Monty Grandal at 3,300. He took Granky deep last night. He's a very good play versus Taiwan Walker at 3,300. I like that one quite a bit. Uh, if you're going to pay up, I'm going to be paying down at catcher like I try to usually do, but if you're going to pay up, Grandal's good. Rhea Muto at 33 versus Geo is not a bad GPP play at all. The farther that, like Kurt Suzuki, we, he, he hits his lefties very, very well. I know Cole Hamels isn't your average lefty, but for $3,300, uh, 
Uh, Suzuki's definitely worth a look in that matchup. You slide down farther. You got the likes of, say, uh, Tommy Malone supposed to be starting for the Mets. DraftKings still has Matt Harvey up. So Cameron Rupp at 31, if he gets a start, is in play versus, uh, versus Malone. Rafi Lopez at 2,900 versus Fister. Lopez went deep for us on, uh, I believe it was Monday night. Yeah, Monday night, 19 points. The boy's been getting it done, I'm telling you. It's it's fun watching him play. It's a zero or a big day. So Rafi versus Fister at 29 is definitely an option today. Elias Diaz against Quintana at 29, not horrible either. You slide down farther, and we got a couple punts I know we have down here. Like I mentioned, Sandy Leone's 2,600. That'd be a solid cheaper option. A switch hitting Jose Lobaton at 25 versus Peters could be worth a look as well. But where's my boy that I want to get to? There he is. Jorge Alfaro is $2,100 versus Tommy Malone. That is your play. If he is in the lineup, that is your play. The power he brings, he's hitting at a 362 average even. His last few games, 11, 5, 5, 8, 8, 6, 7, 3, 7, 3. He's got a point in every game in his last 10, usually five or more in those 10s, and he's $2,100. Alfaro is the play if he's in the lineup, especially against Tommy Malone. But again, watch for weather. First base, you got Rizzo at 51. I'm not probably going to go there, but you definitely can. I got Cody Bellinger at 5K versus Walker. is a very solid play. Walker, big fly ball guy. So Cody Bellinger, worth the look. We look at the Dodgers. 4-6-3 total. Lefties, 317. Righties, 298 versus Taiwan. When you slide down the list some more, if Smoke cracks the lineup at 4,800, he's day-to-day. He's worth the look with uh, the lefty damage versus Fister. After that, we take a look at the likes of my top first base play today, Reese Hoskins at $4,700. First base outfit eligible against Tommy Malone. Malone gets destroyed by right-handed, gets destroyed by a lot of guys, but especially right-handed bats, Reese Hoskins. I pray this game doesn't get rained out. That is a great, great play. Uh, you look at the likes of um, Ryan Zimmerman hits lefties very, very well. He's 4,300 versus Peters. That's priced down pretty good. Joey Gallo's only 4,300 versus Tehran. It was 4K yesterday. I liked that 4K more. I'll play 43. He's first base, third base eligible. Definitely in play. A guy like Kendris Morales has heated up like crazy. He's 4,200. Definitely worth a look, especially if Smoke's out. He's definitely in play either way, but he's without Smoke, even better. Option there. Uh, Yonder Alonzo against Lance McCullers at 41 could be sneaky. I'm not going to definitely go there, but is an option. The farther down you go, you know, Guriel's not bad at 39 versus more. You're getting a discount there. It does hit righties very well. Ian Desmond and Coors, I know it's Cueto, but 37's not bad at all. You keep on sliding. You got the likes of Mitch Moreland at 35 versus Biagini for a punt first baseman. That's a not a bad option there. Um, Greg Bird at 32. If you really want to take a gamble on a homer versus Gossman, I can definitely see a GPP angle on that one. One I do like um, for the Tigers, I, I mentioned him a lot, Heimer Condelario, 3K. He's first base, third base eligible. He's facing Jason Hamill, who loves to give up the long ball. The last two games, 11 and 13 points for Candelario. This kid can hit, and that's what he's there for. 3K is a good punt there for first or third base option there for Candelario at 3K. Um, this is what I love about these slates. We found them last night. We're going to find them every night. If not during quick hits, when lineups are released, 
there are going to be so many nice value plays. Candelario, 3K. Tommy Joseph, even 3K versus, versus uh, Malone is not a bad option. You can use Hoskins in the outfield if you have to. Joseph, you know the power he can bring to the dish. Very good stuff there. Um, if Pedro Alvarez cracks the lineup, he's first base, third base. He's it, You're playing for the home run with Pedro. If you're, if you're making lineups for just home runs, which I recommend a lot, especially the, re- the rest of the season, you're going to have a ton of slates where there's going to be some bad pitching uh, with September call-ups and everything. So you're going to play for home runs. Pedro Alvarez, first base, third base at 2,700. I'm not saying go run to play him, but those are the kind of interesting plays you can take peeks at and maybe make work. Let's head over to second base. You got Jose Ramirez, who's just lighting the world on fire at 5,600. Try to find a way to put him in your lineup if you can. Second base, third base eligible. It's just he's fire. Altuve, not bad at 51. Cano, Murphy, LeMahieu at 47 and Coors. You got Scope at 46. But then you got like Nunez at 45. I like a lot. Howie Kendrick, that's one of the righties I forgot. He destroys his lefties. He's second base outfield eligible for the Nats. 4,300 versus Peters. I hope Peters shuts them down, but... I am not going to not play Nationals bats because I know what they can do to lefties. It'll be an interesting interesting battle of wills in that one. A guy like Ian Happ at 42 versus Cole as a GPP play. I can definitely understand that one. A guy I love a ton at 4K is Whit Merrifield going up against uh, Mr. Boyd. That's a very solid play with Whit leading off for the Royals. The Royals have a team total of 497. Lefties 341. Righties 373 off Matt Boyd. So Whit Merrifield at 4K is definitely in play today, often overlooked. You slide down farther to the likes of Drew Cabrera at 39, even though Pavetta's got those reverse splits. Keep him in mind. Uh, Joe Panic continues to hit the ball. He does hit lefties fine. He's $3,700. The Giants continue to be priced too cheap uh, in Coors. 16 more points last night. He had 22 the night before, even 9 on Sunday. I keep recommending him to you. This guy is is making value easy every time. You know, like Ian Kinsler at 36, not bad at all. You know, Harris Alarte 36 versus Flaherty if you're fading him. I love Ruby Odor at 35. He's $300 more expensive today, but Odor is definitely in play in that matchup. You go down farther, like Yomer Sanchez, I mentioned at 32. Goins is up to 3,100. Wow. Ben Zobrist at 31 versus Cole if you want to go there. Zobrist just so tilting. We know the... We know the talent he has he just doesn't do it consistently he gets you points but not a ton but every now and then he runs into one so Zobris 3100 if you need to punt you got Azuya Hay at 3100 for the Padres as well decent options down there uh, Descalso has been hitting it well he's 3k versus Maeda I'd probably look elsewhere tonight but he's not bad Brock Holt if he cracks the lineup after a 19 inning game you might get some weird lineups out there Holt uh, isn't lighting the world on fire. Zero, five, four, two, some zeros, a four, and a 13. He's, he's not the world beater, but he's second base, third base eligible at 2,800 if you're looking for some savings. A guy like Chase Utley at 2,700 versus Taiwan Walker as some savings isn't bad either. I used him yesterday at like 2,200. Max Moroff of the Pirates, he's a, a switch hitting uh, middle infielder, second base shortstop eligible. He's 2,600 tonight. Seven points last night. Last three games, seven thirty-seven. Um, he's an interesting guy. Definitely a value option in, in a GPP uh, game. Other than that, see, I don't want to say no. Like Ozzy Albies, I love switch hitting twenty-two hundred bucks. He's a, he's always worth a look to me. I don't just walk past him. 
Always keep an eye on the Astros lineup. He's only going to play a couple times a week, but if a guy like Tony Kemp cracks the lineup for the Astros, he's second base outfield eligible. He's 2100 bucks. I believe he led the PCL in hits this year. Very, very good ball player. So keep an eye on him. And then uh, Christopher Negron, he's a righty, right-handed bat, so he probably won't be playing tonight because there's back-to-back lefties. That's why he was in the lineup. But keep an eye on him as well in D-backs lineups. He's only 2K middle infield option. Third base, again, Jose Ramirez at 56. Machado double-thonged last night. Got Arenado and Coors at 52. Donaldson's 5K. He got tossed late in the game for basically saying, F this, I'm over it. You scroll down, you like Anthony Rendon, a guy that loves right uh, left-handed pitching. He's 4,600. I mentioned Nunez. Bregman, 44, I like again. Jake Lamb at 44 is interesting. I'm not running to play, but he's very interesting. I'm not going to ignore Moustakas at 43 completely. I know it's lefty-lefty, but we showed you how lefties have hit Boyd this year. And if the, Red Sox, or if the Royals get to Boyd early, it could be over early for Boyd. So keep an eye on that. Justin Turner at 43 is Tywin Walker is very nice as well. But then Joey Gallo, that's the guy at 4300 bucks. That's who you, you you look to. Rafael Devers is quieted down, but 3900 bucks versus Biagini is a very good spot to get hot again. Castellanos at 38 very nice spot against Hamill as well. Some nice nice options lower down at third base. We haven't seen that at other positions really. Tigers four five three total. Lefties three oh six. Righties three twenty eight off Jason Hamill. Keep Castellanos in your your mind. You go down a little farther, and you got the likes of Spangenberg at thirty five, Kyle Seager at thirty four. He went deep last night. Mentioned Gilbert Sanchez, David Freeze versus a lefty at thirty two. I know it's it's Quintana, but still not a bad punt option. But then you got Candelario. I mentioned him for the Tigers at three K. I like that a lot as a punt, um, a lot. If JD Davis cracks the Houston lineup, he's twenty nine hundred. Mikel Franco versus Matt Harvey at 2900 is definitely worth a look as well. Keep an eye on... Uh, I think he's a lefty. Is he a lefty? No, don't worry about him. Never mind. As we go towards the bottom of this range, J.P. Crawford. There he is. They finally got him back. Third base, shortstop eligible, 2600 versus Tommy Malone. Made his debut last night. Got a knock. He's a lefty, so make sure he's in the lineup. But J.P. Crawford, he will be a guy we'll be looking at a lot. He's 2,600 tonight. And then that should just about do it. Oh, Sean Rodriguez of the Pirates, third base outfield eligible. Loves hitting his lefties. It's Quintana. He's 2K. So there's an uber basement-priced punt for you in Sean Rodriguez at 3K. At the shortstop position, you got Carlos Correa at 52. He's always in play. Trey Turner's down to 49. I like that a lot versus Peters. Get on, steal some bases. Good stuff there. Um, you got the likes of Trey Turner, I said, Francisco Lindor at 48, Elvis Andrus at 48. Those guys are all in play tonight. You slide down a little farther. You got Marlon Gonzalez and Alex Bregman at 44, like Bregman more. Didi Gregorius at 41 is in play against Gaussman if you're not using Gaussman. Israel Cabrera at 39. B. Craw at 39 versus Freeland. He does hit lefties well, too, so don't sleep on that. Solarte at 36. Mentioned him earlier. Farther down you slide, it gets dicier, of course. But again, Ryan Goins at like 31. You got Dansby Swanson at 3K versus Cole if you really want to get weird. It's not the most ideal play, but you can. You got J.P. Crawford at 26. Max Moroff at 26. Like both of those. Uh, Freddie Galvis was 26 as well. 
So some decent options there. And uh, mix and match. See what you like. Let's head to the outfield. Wrap her up. Stand at 55 against Geo is great. Blackman versus Cueto 55 is pretty darn solid. JD at 54 continues to crush it. Got Betts, Springer, Bellinger. All the 5K guys are obviously in play. Stanton by far is the best option. But still a tough pitcher in Gonzalez. I'd look at, like, you know, Cody Bellinger next or something like that. Those are good options there. Dropping down, though. You know, Josh Reddick at 47. He'll be overlooked against Moore. That's a good spot for him. Love Reese Hoskins at 47 versus Tommy Malone. That's a great play. The farther down you slide, like Kyle Schwarber. I'm not running the play at 45. He could definitely run into one. GPP-wise, yeah, but I'm not running there. AJ Pollock is not a bad option at 45, but... You know, Mazzara at 44 versus Tehran is in play. Definitely in play there. Kendricks at 43 versus Peters. You got the likes of Austin Jackson is swinging a great bat. We like him more versus lefties than righties, but he's 42 if you want to be different. Sensu Chu at 42 is outstanding. I love that price tag against Tehran. Lorenzo Kane at 41 versus Boyd is definitely in play. Keep an eye on him. Hunter Pence versus Freeland at 41 is intriguing. I know Pence doesn't light the world on fire, but in Coors against Freeland, that's worth a look. The Grandy man versus Taiwan Walker at 4K. The price tag's finally coming back down to earth with Grandy as he's only averaging three points his last 10 games. This would be a typical Granderson home run game where he just, you know, slump, 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 price tag drops, faces a fly ball pitcher, boom. So beware, he's been slumping, but it's a good matchup for Grandy against Taiwan at 4K. Starling Marte, I like a lot at 3,800 versus Quintana. He does very, very well versus lefties. I'm not disrespecting Quintana. He just doesn't get the biggest strikeouts in the – well, he, he can, but the, the Pirates don't strike out a ton, and they've shown they can hit Lester and Quintana this year, so be careful there. That's all I'm saying. Like McCutcheon at 37 is intriguing to me. Mention Ian Desmond at 37. Like, Mac Williamson in Coors at 37 could be interesting. I'm not running to play it, but it could be very interesting. Keep an eye on Manny Margot at 37 versus Flaherty. Odebel Herrera at 36 versus Tommy Malone. Lefty-lefty, but still okay. Michael Taylor against Peters at 36. That's a cheaper piece of the Nationals offense is in play. Austin Slater got called up by the Giants. If he cracks the lineup, he's 3,600. He does have some power in that bat against Freeland. Freeland does limit the hard contact, so it's not like your goal is to beat him, but you're in Coors, so you can't ignore it. Jose Perella at 35. Spangenberg at 35 versus Flaherty. Jorge Bonifacio loves hitting lefties. Always overlooked. Big-time power versus lefties. He's 3,400 versus Matt Boyd, so keep an eye on Bonifacio as a lower-priced option. Monty Matuk, 34 versus Hamill. He went deep, had a big game for me last night. He is in play versus Hamill yet again. If you want to gamble on Jorge Soler, you can. I'm not, but he can at 3,400. Farther down you go, you got the likes of... Uh, Greg Allen did get some at-bats last night for Cleveland. He's a switch-hitting speedster. He's 3,300 versus Ronaldo Lopez. He could be worth a good play there. They got nine points last night with a double two ribbies. Keep an eye on him at a cheap tag of 3,300. Trey Mancini's always in play at 33. Teoscar Hernandez at 33 versus Fister. I don't mind that at all either, especially if he's leading off. Yeah, Carlos Beltran at 33 for some upside. But Jason Worth, this is too cheap. He's 3,300 versus Peters. I like that a lot. Matt Kemp, 
3300 versus Cole Hamels. Peter, uh, Worth is better than Hamels, but both definitely worth a look to not be ignored. Uh, I mentioned Zobers at 31. Ben Gamble at 31 is not horrible versus Mc, uh, McCullers. Harrison Bader, it's, uh, we're not looking at the target limit, especially with right-handed bats. So be careful with Bader tonight. He's 3,100. Could be interesting, but I'm not going to be running there like I was last night. I was in love with him last night. As we dip into the 3Ks and below, there will be a lot of different options down here. Let's see if I can find you a couple real quick. Like Alex Vertigo at 2800 bucks could be worth a dart with the Dodgers. Michael Saunders, 27 versus Fister. you got to make sure these guys crack the lineup first. Um, Ezekiel Carrera at 2500 Derek Fister at 2500 Both worth darts if you need them. I haven't found one I'm in love with yet down here, but they are decent. To mention Tony Kemp if he cracks the lineup at 21. I know it's going to be lefty-lefty, but Nick Williams against Tommy Malone at 2100 It was 22 yesterday. He's 21 today. It's just stupid. Stupid. And then a guy like Jordan Luplo, right-handed outfielder for the Pirates. He's been batting like fifth or sixth. Went yard yesterday for 16 points. 16-12-5-21. Those are his last four games. Hitting the ball really, really well. He's facing Quintana. He's 20. He's bottom basement 2K if you need him. Same with his teammate Sean Rodriguez. I'd go Luplo over Rodriguez personally. He's got a couple punt options down there, like deep, deep punt gamble options. So there you have it. On your 12-game slate, recap the pitching. Carrasco up top, then Gio in the 9s and 8s. You got Lamette, Gossman, Cole, and Gray. Down below, Flaherty, Lopez, Pavetta, Peters, and Fister. Remember, be careful of the weather. Let's take your BVP. I'll even do a day slate for you. Um, Shebler, Duvall, and... Barnhart have homers off Garza. Votto's taking him deep twice, 12 for 35 with two homers for Votto. As you slide down some more, not a lot of big histories here, but Kurt Suzuki, four for eight, the double off Miguel Gonzalez. They're having a double header in Atlanta. The Knights slates Tayheron versus Hamels. Not much there. Tyler Skaggs is a good option to target his limited history for the A's. Mike Trout, five for 10 with a double and two homers off Sean Manaya. Again, as always, Trout's in play. Tim Beckham, four for eight, the double and a homer off Sonny Gray. Jones is taking a deep also. Uh, Aaron Judge, five for 11, a double and two homers. Matt Holliday, five for 12 with a double. Starting Castro, 10 for 25, two doubles. Brett Gardner, 13 for 40, two doubles and a homer. All off Kevin Gaussman. That might have been the old Kevin Gaussman, though, so be careful. Sean Rodriguez, three for seven with a homer off Jose Quintana. And he is the, like, the likely, likely price of 2K tonight. Rizzo, 9 for 29, 4 doubles versus Cole. Mookie Betts, 5 for 9 with 2 homers off Biagini. Like that a lot. Donaldson, 5 or five for 8 with 3 doubles off Fister. Kendris Morales, 9 for 27, 3 doubles and 3 home runs off Fister. 4200 bucks tonight. Bautista, 7 for 20 with 3 doubles. Smoke's taking him deep twice as well. Ian Kinsler, 5 for 12 with a homer off Jason Hamill. Mikey Montek, 2 for 2. I just want to mention two for two because he's super cheap tonight. Whip Merrifield, three for seven with a double and a triple off Boyd. Hosmer, seven for 15 with a double. Lorenzo Kane five for 13 with three doubles and a homer. Moustakas is taking him deep. Salvi Perez is taking him deep. Good stuff there with Kansas City. Riamuto, six for 19 with a double, triple off Gio. Uh, Ozuna's taking him deep. A lot of low averages out here. 
Kurt Suzuki, 5 for 11 with a double off Cole Hamels. Kemp, 7 for 23 doubles. Freeman, two homers and only hit 233. Sensu, 2, 2 for 3. The homer off Tehran. I mentioned these yesterday. Tim Anderson, Yomer Sanchez have homered, and Avisel Garcia all homered off of Carrasco. I'll break you twice, but I'll hit below 300. Gerardo Parra, 15 for 41, four doubles, two homers off Cueto. Trevor Story, two homers. Carlos Gonzalez, 12 for 34, five, two doubles and a homer. Mark Reynolds has taken him deep. Charlie Blackman, 10 for 32, two doubles and a homer. LeMahieu, 10 for 29 with a double. Arenado's taken him deep. The Rockies, like Cueto. Nick Hundley, four for nine, two doubles and a homer off Freeland. I did forgot to mention him. Hundley likely starts today, so that could be a nice uh, Coors, cheaper Coors catcher option. Yonder Alonso, four for five, two doubles off McCullers. You also have Cano, seven for 20. Seager, seven for 19. Both have a double. Seager, two doubles. Ionetta, two for three, two homers off uh, Maeda. Ketel Martez, four for four. Lamb, nine for 24, three doubles, two homers. So he could be in play tonight. Pollock and Herman have both taken him deep as well. There is your BVP tonight. There is your MLB DFS Quick Hits. Check us out at the Sports Degens, thesportsdegens.com. Uh, around the Bases, episode 28 with myself and Mo interviewing Tyler Blake Ward about Angels and much, much more. It's out and about for your listening pleasure. You got Bench with Bubba, episode 54 with Is It the Welsh, Chris Welsh from InThisLeague.com, talking all prospects, September call-ups, Arizona Fall League, Arizona Rookie League, good stuff there. Doc dropped his um, Saturday Edge Week 2 college football podcast. It is out and about for you. Tons going on. You got Richards, uh, this week's Survivor picks for you, NFL. You have the uh, Sports DJs, NFL predictions coming out. Tons and tons going on. Get at it. Uh, but most importantly, Hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrip with any of your questions. Good luck today. I'll be back tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, September 6th edition. I'm out.